You're listening to the Unicorn Business Podcast because there are millions of business owners, but only one magical you. I'm Safina, your host and business coach. Stay tuned to learn everything you need to know to become the unicorn in your industry. Hello, here we are on a Friday. (laughs) Surprise. I don't know if you noticed, but we have moved the podcast to Fridays and I'm really happy about it, honestly. Like, I think that having it come out Friday, like, I love Fridays. It's always just a fun, relaxed day. And I feel like that's the vibe that I want the podcast to be as well. I've been working a lot intentionally about making it more like having an actual conversation with me (laughs) versus me trying to be like other podcasters and be like a teacher and have my lesson plan (laughs) prepared and all of that stuff. This is like the good stuff. I feel like the conversations are like where all the fun stuff comes out when it's 1 a.m. in the middle of the night and I'm up like hanging out with my friends and we're talking about something. Okay, I'm lying. I don't really stay up till 1 a.m. that often. (laughs) But you know what I mean? That vibe where you're kind of just having this really good conversation and you're like, this would be a good podcast, but it's not the right time to record a podcast. That's the vibe that I want this to be. So I feel like changing it to Friday is the perfect vibe and I'm very happy about it. Okay. So, let's just talk about like what we're talk what we're talking about today is decision boundaries and this whole idea to talk about belief boundaries again. I have a podcast about belief boundaries. This is back when I specialized in coaching only photographers. So a lot of the information in the podcast is like geared towards just photographers. (laughs) But I think that you could still listen to it and obviously understand exactly what I'm talking about. But there, it is just for photographers in that specific episode, if that's confusing for you. But I did this episode probably a year ago, and I'll link it in the comments too, so you can listen to it if you want to learn further. And it came up with one of my friends. We were talking about She was kind of just talking about her business and some of the things that she was seeing in the Facebook groups and online and, you know, all the comments she was reading that were kind of like discouraging her. And I brought up this idea that I honestly still to this day think is like one of the coolest terms ever is just belief boundaries. And they're just like regular boundaries, except for that they are around your beliefs. They're around what you want to believe is possible, who you are as a person, what you can do, the value of what you do, like all of those things. And you set up the boundaries because when you're believing something new and you're transforming from the old version of yourself to the new version of yourself that has all these things and has done all these things, you are going to be in a tender period where you like you can't you're really vulnerable to the information that's coming in (laughs) let's just put it that way and so the example I used in the original podcast was like a lot of photographers when they start their photography business everyone in their family is like oh that's way too expensive you should not be charging that you're ripping people off people are never going to pay for this right? And here they are, they're just starting out. 
they're trying to believe in themselves, and then they have all these outside voices. And so belief boundaries, the original episode was really just about like shutting out those things and not entertaining those ideas in your brain while you're still in that raw, vulnerable state where you kind of want to believe one thing, but you kind of are still your old self and you kind of still believe the old thing. And I think it's just so important. And she loved it. And she was like, we, she kept talking about belief boundaries. And I was like, this is so cool. We need to keep like bringing this topic up. We need to share it over and over again because it's so important. So I was going to do kind of a re-record of the belief boundaries episode. I was going to just kind of add more onto it, but I started listening to it and I started hearing it from the point of view of like a client. And I thought there's more to this. There's more to just the belief aspect of it. And so then that's where the idea of decision boundaries came up as well. So I don't know. Let's get right into it. Can I just take a moment to say I'm so thankful for you if you're listening to this podcast. This is my absolute favorite place. This is where I feel the most like myself because I don't know. There's something about just talking and hearing somebody's voice and their tone that I feel like you just get to hear the whole personality versus in like a a picture and text and copy and all of that. So thank you for being here. And if you haven't already, make sure that you're sharing this particular episode with all of your entrepreneur friends and leaving reviews in the app store or wherever you listen so that more people can find this podcast and more business owners can find out about this. So here's the thing with beliefs, okay? I remember I had a photographer group chat a while ago when I was still a photographer and we would chat about like what was going on in the industry. And it felt good to have kind of a behind the scenes group to be able to chat about things because these people, mind you, like they weren't like the people that were in your local, (laughs) you know how those, you, you join those local networking groups and everyone's like, no one's buying and they all think it's too expensive and like they don't value art. Like they weren't those types of people. They were all like, we were all kind of on the same, like, you know, charging a lot of money, believing that's possible, all that stuff. So it was one of those groups. But I remember one time one of my friends brought up like a, she Googled it. She Googled like how much do photographers make? How much does the average photographer make? And the statistics were just really not very promising. (laughs) Like it was just like, eh, I don't remember exactly how much, but it was like, Basically, the question that was raised in the group was, are these things that these mentors and teachers are talking about, are they even achievable for the average person? Because if you look at the average, it doesn't seem like it. And it was kind of that whole conversation. And I just want to bring up that all of this information could be true, right? It could be true that all the statistics about you could be true. (laughs) Like all the statistics about me being like a 19-year-old mom and unmarried when I had my kid, like the statistics probably weren't very promising. (laughs) But is that information that you want to be putting into your brain? And so I think we have this struggle as humans where we want to see the world through almost like an unbiased lens. Like we really want to gather all the information so we can feel safe. So we're no, we're not being delusional. We're not like, oh, I'm going to make $500,000 <laughs> my first year as a photographer. Like not 
obviously that that might be possible for some people, but for a lot of people that won't happen. But in our attempt to be not delusional and to find all of this information that's, you know, some of it's positive and some of it, it gives us hope and then others other information makes us think maybe we shouldn't hope for these things. Maybe we shouldn't try for these things. What I've noticed is that that really creates like a push-pull effect in your business. It's like maybe I want to go have my first 10K month. Maybe I need to go get a job. Like that is very – that's a very different energy to be having on a day-to-day basis where you're like half of you is committed to – making this money in your business. And then the other half of you was like, oh my God, no, I need to go get a job right now. So what does it come down to? It comes down to a decision on what you think you want to aim for and what you want to commit to doing and then deciding to honor that for the time period that you select. The one example that actually came to mind was I was thinking about if you just got an addict out of rehab and they really wanted to be sober and they looked up all of the statistics all day of like how many people relapsed. How much do you think that would help the addict to stay sober? Like not at all, right? The results probably aren't very good. It's not very promising. But putting that information into your brain takes your brain in a completely different direction. And it can change the effect that it has on your whole life. And so I think it's like obvious if you think about it in that aspect, you would never tell somebody like, oh, yeah, just sit around and like think about all the ways you could fail. Think about all the ways that other people have already failed and like haven't been able to do it. Right. You would not want to be putting that information into your brain if you had decided I want to be clean for the rest of my life. I want this, you know, this what's it called? What is it called? I for some reason I can't think of it now. But when you get out of the treatment center (laughs) rehab, (laughs) that was not that difficult, but it was not coming to my mind. So you wouldn't tell them to ever put that information into their brain. So why are you allowing information into your brain that doesn't fit what you've already decided you want to believe? And I think the answer just comes down to like most of us haven't intentionally decided what we want to believe. This is where like all of these things you can start to find the boundaries around it once you start to make decisions. I think that what most of us need as humans is just the permission slip that it's okay to not take every information piece. Like you don't have to think about all of that stuff. You don't have to consider all of it when you are doing your best to make educated decisions. Like, of course, you always want to be learning from your choices. You always want to be making the best choices that you can, but it's kind of a myth that we need to always just be open to like all of the new information all the time. Like, oh, this industry is failing, so I better, you know, I better think about doing something else. And I think I really see it a lot. Like I see people just bouncing back and forth from like belief and excitement and hope to like, oh, nah, no, it's not going to work. It didn't work for this person or it didn't work because of this. And so it's so hard to maintain that straight line to where you want to go of belief when you keep bouncing back and forth like that. So the solution to this 
is to make decisions and then have boundaries around what you allow in and what you allow your brain to entertain. So in some cases, that can be a very clear like, okay, I don't want to partake in this Facebook group. I don't want to be around these people that like keep telling me things that are making me question the belief I'm trying to learn or the decision that I made. So like in the example of your business, I want you to think like if you're in the place where you're like, should I get a full-time job or is my business going to work? Make a decision for like the next month and then just go all in on that. Like no one says you have to do one or the other, but it's the constant back and forth that's the problem, right? So let's say you make a decision and you're like, okay, for the next month, I want to make this much money in my business and I want to make that work. And then you don't get to be like anywhere where the jobs are coming up. (laughs) You don't get to be on Indeed searching and applying. You don't get to be like spending half of your time making your resume and the other half of your time working on your business. You have to be all fully in on the decision that you made. And it's almost like decision boundaries are more a boundary for your brain than anything else because your brain is going to want to like, I mean, its job is to collect information, right? And like process it. So it's going to want to be constantly questioning and trying to change your decision and trying to figure out if you made the right one. And I think this happens all the time. Like we need to talk about it. People make decisions and you know, I know a lot of people have trouble making decisions. And if you have trouble making decisions, I swear they're not going to get any easier the longer that you wait on them. I think once you figure that out, it's like you're going to make the decision at some point and you're going to be just as clueless pretty much as you were probably before. Okay. But I think more than the people that have trouble making decisions are the people in the second category who make decisions and they're like, you know what? This month I'm going to go all in on Instagram marketing. And they're like, they feel so good about it and they're ready to go and they make like three posts and they're like, they're all lined up. And when the month starts, (laughs) the doubt creeps in and they're like, what am I doing? Maybe this was the wrong decision. And then they spend all their time being like, maybe I should do something else. Maybe I should switch what I'm doing. I mean, I think we all have these things pop up sometimes, and I want you to just become aware of it instead of like reacting to it and switching your decisions. So a decision boundary could be like, you know what? I am not going to watch TikTok videos on how to become TikTok famous when I've already decided that my main place I want to be is like on LinkedIn. It could be stuff like that. I think we just entertain so much when we don't have boundaries around our decisions because we're like, I think people just doubt their decisions. Like I think we just like doubt that they're the right thing. And for that reason, we're always kind of looking to see like, is is this right? Is this wrong? And I think life kind of likes to test us a little bit and the universe likes to test us and be like, I'm not going to give you an immediate feedback. And so then when we don't get the immediate feedback, especially in our business, because like our business, sometimes we have to believe in things first for a long time without any feedback for them to then show up in real life. 
So like if you made a decision in your business and it's not showing up in real life, of course, if you don't have boundaries around that decision, around like how long you're going to keep that decision and honor that decision for, you're going to be like, oh, I, I made the wrong decision. I need to switch this. So let's just sum up where these two things intersect. So we have belief boundaries. Belief boundaries are, hey, I'm working towards becoming a person who believes this thing or living in a reality where this thing is true. And I want to only put things, consciously only put things into my brain that support that belief and that reality. And in the original podcast, I think I said that I that it was temporary. But I'd like to take that back and I'd like to just say that sometimes beliefs can be belief boundaries can be permanent. Like here's an example. You could say I, you know, I just don't want to believe in my heart that anybody is undeserving, that anybody is like not like evil or you know like not worthy. And you could just have that belief for the rest of your life. And you could just be like, you know what? I'm just not going to take in any information at all that is to the contrary of that. You know, think about like how some of the things in history could have happened if people had had those types of strong beliefs. Like you're allowed to do that. You're allowed to have strong opinions and beliefs of your own, of a reality that you choose, and nobody can really stop you. But every belief that you want to have is ultimately a decision. I think that's where when I was listening to the last podcast, I was like, but beliefs are decisions. Like you could decide right now this, you know, you could decide the economy is like failing and you need to go home and give up your dream of being an entrepreneur and everything's going to go to shit. Like you could decide to believe that. And you could also decide to believe that you're going to make it through every single recession or possible inflation or anything that happens and that you're well-equipped and that you can figure it out as it happens and people are still buying and people still want what you have. Both of those things are always available to you. And so it's really more of just like a decision of what you want to believe. You know, I think that's almost a mind-blowing thing on its own because I think people are like, so focused on wanting to believe what is real. (laughs) And it's like, whatever you believe is real. It gets proved as reality the more that you believe it. So decision boundaries are really being like, you know what? I want to believe this, that this thing is possible. I want to believe that I am doing this. I want to believe that people are coming. I want to believe that they have the money, (laughs) like whatever it is that you want to believe. And then just not allowing yourself to keep entertaining all of those like almost intrusive thoughts, (laughs) but all those things that are just like the doubts that come up and just know that those doubts will come up for sure for anybody. When we're changing our identity, they always come up. So it's not so much that they're not going to come up, but it's like, the boundary of, no, I already made my decision. I'm not going to sit here and think about if I made the right decision and think about if I should switch my plan and whatever else comes up for you. And that boundary can just be like a time limit. It can just be, hey, for the next year, I am laser focused on this thing. And maybe after that, I'll reevaluate. Or it could just be for a month 
or it could even be for a week. But the less that you are entertaining other things, obviously the more time and energy you will have to put into actually doing <laughs> the, the business and the things that you want to do. Could you imagine how frustrating it would be to make a decision to like get married to somebody and then <laughs> and then be like the whole time after that be like did i make the right decision and every time you see like a person walking by you're like should i have married that person like that person seems better can you imagine how difficult that would be and how much energy you would spend on trying to figure out if you're making the right decision and then think about also like how your marriage would turn out when you were like that this is what the whole thing is about is just like think about that energy being in your business like are you committed to your business and all of the decisions that you made and and it's like you can't be – you can't know that you're making all the right decisions all the time. You just have to trust yourself and you just have to trust that when the time comes or if the time comes, you will – you'll course correct and you'll make tweaks and you'll always be like open to fixing things when it's time. But most of these things that come up are just really not things that you need to like change your decisions on. Like the way that you're marketing, not something you need to change the decision on. The niche you're in, not something you ever need to change. So all of these things are just normal brain things. And you can have boundaries around what you're willing to entertain. And it will make your life just so much cleaner and easier because you've made those decisions ahead of time. So once again, this is your permission slip. You do not have to listen to what the world thinks is happening or possible or probable. You don't. You can choose that on your own in an informed way, right? Like we're not saying just like be completely delusional, but make the best choices you can and then stick with those things. And you don't have to listen to everything that anyone around you says. You can mute your Facebook groups. You can mute your chats with people. You can get out of places where it's making you question the things that you need to believe to move forward. Okay, I think that was a good way of summarizing it. <laughs> so we'll leave it at that. I hope that the Friday chat has been fun because it was fun for me. And I'm super excited to have this on Fridays from now on. You can listen to it throughout the weekend when you're doing all your fun stuff. I don't know. I don't know what you'll be doing. But like for me, I'm always going on my walks and my like – I don't know what else I do over the weekend, but it's always a good time to just kind of like relax your brain and kind of just get your mind in a neutral state. And I really want that to be the experience that you're getting when you're listening to this podcast, not something that you have to like take notes on and overload your mind with. So yeah, I will talk to you next week on that note. Have a wonderful weekend. Bye. If you're ready to stand out and charge more, you can work with me now in my one-on-one coaching program. Click the link in the show notes to book your consultation call. And to learn more about creating your unicorn brand, make sure you're keeping up in our Facebook community called The Unicorn Business. You can find the group also linked in the show notes. We'll see you in there.